You're listening to Wholehearted, a soul sister conversation. You are here with healer intuitive Donnelly Wynan, life coach Bruce Ulisic, and women's empowerment artist Tanya Marie Reeves. Together we are navigating life on purpose, pushing boundaries, imperfectly unstoppable. We are here to inspire and encourage you to live fully into your own life, to be the compassionate observer of your thoughts and feelings, and to make a conscious choice to change what is in your power to change. We are so happy to have you here. Hello. Hello. Just made it gallery. There we go. You can see all of us. How you doing, everybody? Mine always pops up. Takes forever to pop up. Hmm. Yeah, my Facebook feed is just, it actually stopped. It used to go live and start the actual video, but now it's just a still screen with a play button. And unfortunately for me, it's my big mug on it because I had it on speaker, not gallery. <laughs> I've got to sit there and look at myself all night. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I yeah. can see your beautiful self. Oh, there we are. Mine I have to, yeah, I have to keep refreshing my page for it to come up. Yeah. And then, Fresh. and that's why my volume always takes over. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do, I suppose. Mm, okay, so we're here. Oh. Here on another Tuesday night, 12th of December, and we're almost at the end of the year. So, it yeah. doesn't feel that long ago that we were sitting here 12 months ago saying a similar thing. Hmm. Yeah. Whew, it's gone what, fast. It has. What can we say that's different for the end of the year? Like, what can we say? Let's change it up. I don't know. We'll <laughs> think about it. Yeah. Because you, don't you find, like, we when you talk to people and it comes this time of year, you have the same conversation about this time of year. Yeah. It's like literally like Groundhog Day every year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's everybody's, like, everybody's. I can't believe it's nearly. Yeah. Can't believe it's nearly. <laughs> Where is the year gone? Yeah. Yeah, but there's a, then there's the other part. Oh, you know, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I'm so worn out at work. Da, 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 too much to do. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? It's such an interesting concept this time of year. Like it's so constructive in our brains. <laughs> Um, because we don't really stop. Most people don't stop working this time of year, but they it's like this wrap-up for the year. It's like we've worked, been working hard all year just for this moment, and it's like, hold on. Like, we literally have lots of breaks for the year. We're, we work all the time. We, we are okay up until about the 20th of November until we start thinking about December and Christmas, and then all of a sudden we get really tired and exhausted. <laughs> yeah, nothing changes except the way we think about it. And we think about it, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Look at you, Donnelly, all Christmas stuff. Yeah. Ways are, and I don't even own any decorations anymore. When I sold my house a couple of years ago, everything went. I do not have yeah. anything. <laughs> well, you know, it's a bit like what Prue just said about, um, you know, the often the reason that I do this is so that I can shift my own mindset. Yeah, yeah, and you've spoken about that a lot before. Is yeah, 
Yeah. You to remind yourself and mm. to celebrate. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, pressing if you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and every time I put on one of these sparkly dresses, do you think I just go, oh, wow, how exciting, Donnelly? Donnelly goes, oh, what are they going to think? What are people going to say? Da, da, da. I do it every single time. Every single time. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Because do I look like a dickhead? What will people think? La, 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 la. And often the proof is in the pudding that someone says, oh, my God, I love your dress. Where did you get it from? La, la, la. Yeah. Or, you know, your spot. And, like, oh, the best part, the best part. When I said to Jane, we're taking my car, we're taking the sleigh. And she goes, are you sure? And I went, yeah, it's like we've got to take the sleigh. Got to slay it, baby. Slay it. Absolutely. Santa slay. And just just the little kids like the gun. Yeah. You know? So Donna Lee went on a little trip. Yeah. Yeah. On a fun field trip, which we'll talk about soon. That's what she (laughs) that's what she was just talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like a little spread and joy wherever you go. (laughs) Absolutely. It's so good. Yeah, no, it is good. Okay, girls, what's your highs and lows for the week? Okay. I am not really sure that I have a low this week. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure I do. Don't think too hard about it. I'm not going to think too hard about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had a little sleepover. My cousin slept, my cousin, my nephew slept over on Friday night. He's four and he hasn't slept over, oh, my God, for so long and it was just so awesome to spend some time with him and have him sleep over. The best little man to share might be sharing my bed with. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although he gives me a hard time, gives everyone a hard time. But <laughs> yeah, he's four. He's four. What else is he supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. Well, you sent me a picture, and and that picture, like that kid, is so cute. You would not believe that he could be so different. Little blonde hair, blonde hair, blue eyed boy in in our family standing yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. out yeah <laughs> yeah no nice that's nice yes lovely mm. um for me the yeah i've been i've been working hard ladies to you know mm-hmm. get my new course out and it's launch day today so this is Yay. my day. i'm gonna put some more stuff in this group chat so everyone can see it but it yeah. is launch day for me um, I've got my cart for my finish. It's called the Finishers Club, and you can guess what sort of club it is. If you want to join it, you become a finisher, <laughs> and you you finish all your goals, or you learn to finish all your goals one small step at a time. So, I'm really excited and passionate about this little passion project. And yeah, it's launch day. I did my first webinar today, and I got another one tomorrow. If you want to join, you can still get on on that train. Webinar um, free. Webinar's free. Yeah, it's just a little lesson. Um, I give some great value in there. Donnelly was there today to support me for mine. So, yeah, some great value. And, yeah, it's been, it's epic. Like, it's a lot of freaking work. Like, it is a lot of work. And the, the, the low for me was on Saturday and 
I've been burning the candle at both ends because I've been doing extra work outside the home as well as my coaching practice, as well as building this new course. So it's, you know, tripled up my workload at the moment. And I love to work and that's not the problem, but sometimes there is not enough hours in the day. So I've been burning the candle and staying up very late and getting things done. And Saturday, yes, Saturday, (laughs) I was sitting on the couch just trying to do some work, like trying to do some stuff before I had to go somewhere. And I was feeling super emotional. (laughs) Like I was having one of those moments where it's like, I was telling this story today with Paula and Melissa and Mel. And I was like, just like, boo-hoo for me, you know, get the tiny little violin out, you know, that type of moment. (laughs) And yeah, I was just emotional and I was tired and got my period and it was all just on that one day. Anyway, and then the highlight, this is the highlight. This is so good. So apart from the Finishers Club being open today, the highlight was I went to a Sip and Psychic event on Saturday night at Melissa's house. It was freaking amazing. It was so good. Um, And I was having this in my head overthinking moment, you know, lots of negative self-talk going on in my brain like I can and I can see it like it's so freaking obvious like I can hear it I can see it it's just in me it's oozing out of my being you know and I go to this event and everyone so the the psychic medium is there we're doing it as a group she's um channeling spirits that come in and she's like describing people and people are connecting to the spirits and then she gives the message and all that sort of stuff. So there were seven women there that night and I knew my Nana was there. I just knew I could feel her already. And I did say to one of the ladies, my Nana's here. I said, but I know she's not going to come forward to the last one because she's such a sticky beak that she likes to (laughs) hear everybody else's business first. (laughs) And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. She come through, They the medium was, yeah, she described a few things and I was like, yeah, this could be my nan, like this could be Nana. And then she described a few more things and I'm like, yeah, that's the only explanation you could do for Nana. Like, you know, they really give you clear messages to validate that they're there, that's, that's them, you know. Um, yeah, she did lots of things. And then she's, then, yeah, she asked me something and my nana hated cats. And the lady said, she's showing me cats. Did your nana love cats? I was like, no, she hates cats. Anyway, and then she she was like indicating that she had headaches. She was like, I can't feel them. She said, normally if it's theirs, I can feel them. But she's telling me that there's headaches. And you know how I've been having all those headaches. And that day I was having like a really bad headache. And I'd just been struggling. And so she came through and then she was like, she's showing me cat. She's like, now, now I'm getting this picture of a cat peeing somewhere. She said, have you got a cat? Has it peed somewhere? And I was like, like, I've got a cat. I said, but no, it hasn't peed anywhere that it shouldn't pee or, you know, and then it just dawned on me. And I was like, you know what? I listened to a podcast yesterday and there was a defining sentence in that podcast that really made me like listen up. The lady was talking about how she she was an author and that she stopped reading all the reviews because the negative reviews would make her overthink and make her self-doubt and the spinning of negative thoughts was like cat pee on a pillow. You couldn't get it out. 
And so that's what this lady said on the podcast. And so there's me sitting there with all my negative thoughts, like spinning in this like self, you know, just catastrophizing stuff and having all this self-doubt. And so that's what Nana just pulled me up on. And she basically, she asked me the question. She was like, do you believe in yourself? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> She's like, well, stop, stop this negative cycle of self-belief like disbelief and like move into it and she's like you are on the right path Prue. you're doing the right thing yes I know that you're not patient enough for it to allow it to happen but just be patient you know you're doing the right thing let it let it be you know so I got a swift kick up the ass from my nana in spirit (laughs) and she also told me that I wasn't meeting the standard in the kitchen because <laughs> my nana is really was a really good cook, and as am I. And I have just been foregoing all my any sort of duties in the kitchen, looking after the family or whatever, and just like letting them cook and doing all the rest of it. And I have been thinking about that. I was like, I haven't been cooking any of the regular family meals that we have. Like connection is made a lot of the time through food and all that sort of stuff. And so I had been thinking about that. And again, she gave me a good swift kick up the ass and was like, you're not up to standard in the kitchen. And I was like, well, shit. (laughs) So cool. It was. It was so cool. And so that's all I needed. Like I heard that and I was like, I'm good. I'm good now. Stop. And she was like, you know, get out in nature, do some grounding, time for a nature walk because I've been like tethered to my desk, you know, all the same old stuff. And I was like, ah, Nana knows best. So that was my highlight. That was really good. I can't. Yeah, it's just really, really good. Yeah. So now thank you. Confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Confirmation is good. Like even if it's just a reflection back of what's going on in me, that's all we need sometimes to move forward. So, yeah. So that was. Yeah, but when it comes, when it comes from spirit, which is a non-tangible space, you know, like, you know, what what more proof do you need? Mm, mm-hmm. mm. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was great. I loved it. Mm. <sighs> it's a very exciting week for you. Mm. Yeah, it is an exciting week. And this week, what's the energy this week, Donnelly, the 12-12 portal? Starts? Yeah, yeah starting, starting today till the 21st of um, December to the summer solstice. Mm-hmm. We're moving through another very strong energy portal. So great. When I when you told me it was your launch day, it was like, yay, that's a great day to be doing. So yeah, we're we've got um, you know, well, we're going to be talking about reflection next week. So this is all correlating. Is yeah, really when you when you I'm gonna refer back to what you said about how everybody talks about the end of the year. Yeah. Part of part of the reflection thing is to 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 acknowledge and I think that's what's happening here is to acknowledge the whole year but also you know um begin to think about what you're going to be doing for the next year so this energy what are we where what are we in 2023 so we've got 9 years to go of this huge change in humanity so yeah these these windows of energy and it makes oh, that's right it makes sense because we just finished a I think it was a Pluto retrograde. 
was it satin? Anyway, it was some. It was something really out of character. So, like, we've just finished six months of a re- of a huge retrograde, which I think we've had about three years of different retrogrades. Okay. So, just it really is just tidying up loose ends all the time, and okay. and um, so much more about not focusing on the past. You just cannot. You really there's no room for it. No, no, there's no room for it. It's 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 um it's really a waste of energy you know what do you call it um fast failing yeah failing fast yeah yeah failing fast yeah I, I think it needs another word there but yeah it's it's like process process quicker guys save your suffering yes save your suffering. yeah yeah like I call it being indulgent you know like in your emotions yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah. so so notice it that's what this energy is about is like notice it feel it but what I what I guess what my high is, there apart from the sunflowers, is um I went away to instructor training, and it's probably taken me a good I don't know two weeks not two weeks about ten days to move through the processes, mm-hmm. and the high of it is that in the process of processing, I noticed how quickly I moved through some emotions. Like I'm talking minutes, minutes of moving through. And so all that practice that you do actually pays dividends. And then when you turn up consciously, knowing that you're knowing that you're doing this stuff, feeling the feelings, but you are also feeling the feelings and consciously moving through and with and coming out the other side and not being not as indulgent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or knowing where to be indulgent because we're because we're in a physical body, you know. Yeah. We you ain't gonna miss that stuff. We don't oh, want to yes. miss that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was having a really good talk with my um advisor today for a couple of hours, and we were t- and I was talking about this energy stuff and about people's bodies and how and it's relative people, it's relative to what we're talking about, I guess, tonight. Never set never settle for less. Mm-hmm. Um is the importance of being in your body. And a lot of the clients this year have come to me in what I would call an outer body, out of their body, not related to their body. Yeah. And and it's like a reverse birth. And so to, we've got to be in our body because that's what we choose to be. And the, then the energy stuff actually layers better. You can't be out there and not be in relation to your body because you need to be in your body to be living this life to make the change. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know. So that's a lot of like, you know, it's not specific to this window, but that's what this whole year has been. It's like this adjustment, recalibration, adjustment, recalibration. Yeah. And um, and Tim Wilde was talking about, you know, how we've um I'm not I'm not going to say blaming, but we've related to the energy light code downloads and how we call it ascension symptoms. And he's now what's really great is that okay, it's okay to say we've got ascension symptoms and we blame everything for that, but we've also got to now take responsibility for the upgrade and like you can't keep blaming ascension symptoms. We just this is we're moving, adapt, move, you yeah. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. If the water's going hot and that's what the pot you're in, jump out of it. <laughs> yeah. 
And so he was talking again, you know, I bang on about grounding. He was talking about if you're if you're feeling physically, physically, that you that's what you're gonna feel in this 12 days or whatever it is, yeah. is the physical body stuff. So this is like now the reality of self-care. Mm, it's gonna be like forced. You're gonna like be forced into it almost. Well, it is. It, you know, people I see that are at different levels of the marathon training, like mm-hmm. so, it's like we're all trained and we're fit and, mm-hmm. you know, we've, we can run a reasonable marathon. People are joining now without training and, and expected to keep up. So that's why that body stuff's really important. Oh, but we're also, the other part is, the other part is, is we're able to meet them where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. I like that analogy. It's the only place I'm ever going to run a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, I think it's a great analogy, that one. It makes sense, you know. You can see the marathon race and people joining and going, you know. um, someone, Someone said to me the other day about, oh, it was one of my clients. They were football trainers. This will make sense. So what the football trainer did is he got his footballers to get on the treadmill and he set the treadmill at marathon pace. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so all, you know, all the footballs, yeah, how long? So he asked them, how long do you think you can go? Five minutes, seven minutes. And you know what? They were they were frigged at like one minute. Yeah. Yeah, because they run... I don't know, a 32-kilometre-hour pace, a marathon runner. Do they? Something, something, yeah, something like that. And On average. On average. average, Yeah, yeah. Jesus. So so they run run 42.2 kilometres in under two hours, around two hours. So 20, 20. Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's fast. I'm using. I'm saying that because I just I went. Oh my god, that's that analogy. So they got on there thinking that they could keep it, and they couldn't. Mm. So you know, it's interesting. They're not marathon fit. No, not marathon fit. No. Mm. Anyway, God, that's we've got them. Twenty-three minutes around the world. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. We're all good. That's right. We'll we'll dive into our topic, hey? And I know I took up a big chunk of that time, so thank you, people, for letting <laughs> letting me share my little story from the weekend. <laughs> but it's sort of packed on to last week because we did the life after death stuff, and yeah, absolutely, good. Yeah, absolutely. It sort of worked out. So today we we'll wanted to talk into in the next, you know, twenty five minutes, uh, thirty five minutes. <laughs> uh, the concept of raising our standards and it's like instead of just taking what we're given and settling, which is what many people do, um, we want because we don't think we deserve any better and so we just settle. So someone told me recently in relationships, um, they called it shelf syndrome and it's the, it was like they didn't want to be on the shelf so they just settled for whatever came along. I'm like, oh, that's sad. Yeah, yeah, it is. But this, like, this can be the shelf syndrome can be like literally put over our whole lives as well. You know, whether it be in careers or yeah, relationships, friendships. Um, what else? What other areas of life are there? <laughs> work, 
yeah, work, all that type of stuff. Mm. So, yeah, we we don't want to lower our standards to fit in with other people. We need to find people who raise the bar to help us improve. Like that's what we want to do. We don't want to, yeah, lower our own standards to fit in. We want to raise it and hold like we're, we're fit. Like we are emotionally fit over here, right? We know what we're doing. We've done the process. You've just witnessed Donna Lee going through massive emotional stuff in minutes opposed to years, which is what most people do. And so we're fit. Come and join us. Raise up your standards to be in this realm rather than asking us to lower our standards to be with yours because we're not going to do that, are we? No. Nope. We're and, standing and- up yeah. And that, and if they want to, if they want to join, they're also they can join at all different fitness levels, yeah, yeah. and and make the grade in their own time. Because yeah. when you've got that sense of community around you, yeah. you're inspired. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I wouldn't say I'm ready to run a marathon. <laughs> I disagree. You've been in the program a long time. You're you know yeah. you know the system. <laughs> You've been running twenty kilometers an hour for a while. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing I'm doing all right, but I don't think I'm I'm you know I don't think I'm winning any gold medal. So <laughs> yeah, but, but I think I personally, personally think you would complete the marathon. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, that's the difference. Exactly. So I found this um little excerpt from Tony Robbins' website when I was having a bit of a research. And I just want to read it if that's okay. Yeah. It says, how to never settle for less. Look around you. Are you living the life you've always wanted? Are you actively working toward that life? If not, you're settling. It may sound harsh, but that's the honest truth. And to live a passionate, purposeful, fulfilling life, you must learn to never settle for less. Don't settle for less in a relationship. Don't settle for less in your career. Never never settle for less in your friendships, your parenting, and your personal growth. Too many people settle for a job they don't love, don't work toward becoming free of financial fear or give up on goals they set for themselves, like exercising more or mastering a new skill. They fear rejection, being alone or being vulnerable and settle for relationships with no spark, no true connection. If you are not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, you are settling. It's hard to admit, but when you do, you will finally discover how to never settle for less. Yeah, that's great. It is. It's just so true. And it is, it sounds harsh. Like when you sometimes you're like, you're settling. It's like, yeah, but what's the alternative? You know, because of what did I write next? It's like you have to think about the cost and the consequences of not raising your standards. Like what what do you think are the costs and consequences if you don't raise your standards? Well, I can very, very much relate to the this shelf syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, that's I've done that all of my life. Yeah. Um, you know, I and I married, I got married for that reason mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, like definitely looking back at it now, I definitely did. Um, and, again, I stayed in a relationship that I was not happy with for 15 years. Yeah. 
you know, I've I've done a fucking shitload of settling (laughs) in relationship relationship wise, and I and I have still done it. Yeah, yeah. Relationships are a huge one for me for settling, and I and I guess that's you know a huge consequence of that is you know being fifty and single. Mm. I've wasted so much time settling for for people who weren't really the one for me. Didn't give you the spark. Or may have been for a little while. Like relationships don't last forever, right? Like not don't always last forever, right? You know, people come into your life and go out of your life and that's right as well. But if someone comes into your life and they're right and they're right at that time, but then they turn out not to be, but you stay in it because mm-hmm. you're, you're afraid of otherwise. Mm-hmm. And this is where you end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you for the honesty, like seriously. And I'm sure plenty of people listening are going to be feeling the same thing and it might not be in a relationship, you know, area of your life. It might be somewhere else. Like I coach so many women and people in careers that they frigging detest, mm-hmm. yet they stay. And it's like, okay, so what? what is it? What's the, you know, what's keeping you from, like, leaving? And it's the fear. It's always fear. Yeah. Fear of being alone, fear, fear of, you know, financial insecurity, mm-hmm. you know, fear of so many things, like fear of judgment, you know, when you you leave, like, a good job and everyone's like, what the hell, like... Why why did you leave that good job? So well, I wasn't happy. Well, that's not a good enough reason not to go. You know, it's like, yeah, actually it is. <laughs> it is. But yeah, it's so many people like we're all doing. I I've settled so many times in my life too. Like so, so often have I settled. And the beauty of it is though, like having this conversation, being able to reflect back on our lives and yeah, learning from it. So when it happens again, like, can I just say, Tanya, like the, what happened just in your life recently in relationships, that was you doing the same pattern? Yeah. But absolutely. you know what? It only, it lasted like, you know, months opposed to years, you know? Yeah, lasted a couple of months. Yeah, you're marathon fit. you marathon fit. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yes, it is very true. And Otherwise then- you'd still be in it. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. Do, still doing it, but recognizing it sooner and getting out of it quicker. Yeah, absolutely. And you were in fear. You were in fear about leaving because you had all the old stuff coming up, and you still did it. You still were like, you know what? I'm putting myself first. I'm raising my own standards. I'm not settling. Yeah. And what was the word on our walk that you said? you've not felt before but you're enjoying the feeling and exploring started with e and went to m and then went to p and o and w e r e d empowered you said i'm feeling empowered yeah that's a consequence of not settling yeah 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 so i i would like you to share the essence of that what that felt and meant to you how you how we talked about it yeah well it's it's like in choosing your heart again i think 
it can't always it comes down to choosing your hard um really weighing up what's harder staying or going mm-hmm. and like really really looking at it because some a lot of the time going does seem harder yeah following your heart or your gut or whatever it is does seem harder but in the long run it's it's not and it only takes that sort of one that one decision not actually not even it's the action of the decision and you immediately immediately feel feel so much relief off your shoulders even when it doesn't you don't even realize how much it's weighing you down until mm-hmm. you let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And, yeah. and and then the other part. I hope it's okay to say this. <laughs> what you've noticed in the body work that we've done around oh, yeah. how how it carries on your body. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, laying on laying on um, the bed in Donnelly's clinic, and and um, she's reading out the you know the problems I'm having with my body, and she's reading reading out what these these things mean. And oh my god, you couldn't have <laughs> you couldn't can't make this shit up, like. <laughs> but I, I want to I want you to share, and it's not about me. I want you to share. That you've had physical problems, and yeah. then we relate the body to other things. Mm-hmm. And what happened when we even just talked about the relative problems in relation to your body? What happened in the moment? What did you notice in the moment of your body? In the moment of my body, there's there's immediately a let go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Mm. And so then how is that, you know, when the, when you realise that the body holds um, a vibration because it's, um, it's vigilant, that's its job, and when, and when your body does that release, because, I mean, I've witnessed it many times, is there's something that happens. I'm not going to actually say it. There's something that happens when that goes because it gives you something that you didn't have before. And that was space. And, and yeah. So so talk about the space because this relates to not settling for less. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like it's like taking a pause. It's like that pause and that that minute or that second even sometimes to just collect your thoughts and and have a deeper knowing. Yeah. A deeper realization. Yeah, and that you're there's a, there's validation in that relationship to your body, you know, mm. because everybody has it, and that's that's what I love about it. And and I'm the reason I've talked about you is because it is incredibly different. Mm. Like your your relationship to your body, you're in your body. It is so different. And I can see that you see it. It's and it's not about me guiding you. It's about how you that empowering feeling in being able to say whatever you said, knowing you know you said weighing up the hardship, and then there's that little piece of information or that little piece of um, space that gives you an essence of that presence within yourself to know that you 
aren't to settle for less. And growing that um, awareness is no different, you know, to to Prue's coaching that she does. It's incredible, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What we can, what we, we are responsible. We are totally and utterly responsible for ourselves. And a lot of people would think, oh my God, really? Well, when we take responsibility for ourselves, when we own responsibility for ourselves, oh my God, man, that is scary. But man, I would not want to be not responsible for myself. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. But literally, literally taking responsibility. You know, I can remember Prue 12 months ago when you were having hard talks with Joel and you were taking responsibility for yours and chat and and that sh- that shift in it, that night, I remember you talking about hard conversation, it was going to be difficult and you you showed up as a representative of that to be able to help him because you wanted to do it and I know just from watching you how that moment has changed your relationship. Absolutely, yeah. By being responsible. Yes. Yeah. It's empowering people. Yeah, it is, exactly. Like because, you know, on my little list here about how to change, you know, that's always the title for these things, it's change your limiting beliefs and take actions to silence self-doubt. Yeah. Like self-responsibility. And that's what, yeah, own your own life, quit blaming, start changing. Yeah. Like what you're and not you're changing, gonna... you're choosing. Yeah, and you've got to do it. You've got to actually lean into it. You've got to be uncomfortable. You've got to, like, if you're brave and you've got great friends around you or us three, we're good for each other, yeah. is then you show up and you do it again or you you have each other barracking for each other. So, yeah. you know, you just got to, it's not just going to, it's not going to happen just like that. No, yeah. Exactly. And I think you are often, we're often all about, all the things that can go wrong, all the things. Okay. That can go wrong. Yes, we catastrophize. We love. Yeah, you've got to like stop sometimes and think. But what if I fly? Like, yeah. What if it? What if it goes okay? The power of possibility, man. Like that is yeah. very good. Yeah. Even what if it goes bad and I don't die? And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, then I'm okay again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it only lasts a week and then I can move on. <laughs> yeah, and then the other cool thing is to take Prue's thing that an emotion only lasts for 90 seconds. So, like, even just knowing that, even though, like, I think, oh, God, 90 seconds is a long time, but now the things are moving quicker. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Moving yeah. 90-second rates. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Oh, so good. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, like back to the consequences, like we've talked about those consequences, like in your body. Like I still vividly remember that day on your table, Donnelly, where I, you released some sort of emotion from my thigh bone. <laughs> Fuck. I tell you what, that was, I've never actually experienced anything like that before and I haven't since. Um, so if anybody can get onto Donnelly's table, I suggest they do because they want to get some shit out of their body because that was like the biggest release I'd had like emotionally like that for ages. It sort of went pop and all of a sudden I was just bursting in tears for no known reason for the time that I was feeling that emotion. Hmm. I was talking to 
my advisor today. And that's and that was we were talk. I was talking about emotional releases and um, and she explained it, which is really great because we're we're not to get involved. Like we're there, we're there to do the technique, whatever it is that we're doing, whatever I'm doing. But it's not about um, getting the person to live the experience. It's not about getting them to tell the story because she said all it is is a chemical bomb that's been held in whatever the space is in the body and in the moment that we provide the release, something shifts and those chemicals get dispersed, which is what we call emotion. Yeah. And then the other thing, like when that happens, is that because in years years gone by, they would take people into catharsis, which means that they would get them to have this whole body, like it'd be it'd be horrific. Mm. It's like we, we don't we yeah, don't fight trauma. Yeah, you know? no, exactly. Yeah. So the whole point is yes, it shifts and um and if there's an ongoing action, which means that it keeps going, well then what I do is I interrupt it. Mm. And so it's not about it's that's it happened the other day. We we released stuff around the hip joint. Yeah. And and then the body, what I see is that when the body is able to shift these, let's call them stores of um chemicals, whatever, mm-hmm. as protection. What I see is if we move with that body, feel it, trust it, know it, like those emotions. I couldn't avoid those emotions the other day, but I was aware that I was in them and I was aware how quickly they did shift from anger to sadness to whatever, is that then then we're going to have a better relationship structurally with our body. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll process that emotion. It's not stored as a little chemical bomb somewhere. It's going to go off at some random time, like, you know, when you're, having Christmas lunch and someone says, oh, I don't like that colour on you, and you have like an emotional breakdown for a yeah. comment that you're storing emotion from from 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's really important to, you know, raise your standards and mm. keep them high, process emotion. Um, yeah, what else have I got here? Yeah, the more cost and consequences of not raising your standards are, you'll never feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. It will, like, keeping your standards low will block fulfilment and joy because, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, then you're just not making them available. And um, unhappiness. And ha- yeah, unhappiness. It, with, like, a, a big cement bomb in your stomach, doesn't it? And it, it's like something you have to carry around with you everywhere. Yes, yeah, heavy, heaviness. Yeah, and yeah. It, it shows in everything you do. Yeah, yeah. I always say it oozes out of you. Yeah. <laughs> and you just can't help it. You're like, how are you today, Brie? Yeah, good. <laughs> it was like, maybe not so good. <laughs> just oozes out of you when you're carrying around some sort of unhappiness. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, and I think I think it also oozes out of you when you are happy. I I just it think yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's like I was thinking, you know, um, you know, people had asked me that cared about, you know, how did the instructor training go? And I I couldn't say, oh, it was great. Because yeah. and it was an int- interesting observation of um myself and and then, and the other part was, is that 
I didn't want to explain. I just, it, I didn't have that excitement and that's okay. Mm, yeah, exactly. And that's okay. Yes. So, and I wanted to just add there, just hearing spirit talk about, um, I want to clarify because I, I can feel some people tuning into the word standards, yeah. right? And that is old energy. We, we're not talking about um, standards of, you know, thinking that your standard is or other people's standards are better because I can I can feel it. I can hear the conversation. And, um, yeah. Like high school shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not measuring. Like so, you know, let's, let's just go, for example, um, I don't know, a high-class name handbag and a low-class handbag. It's not about those types of standards. Uh, and, and I can feel it. This is why Spirit's talking about it, is that this is about tuning into what is your level of sense. It's what, And you can use the word standard, but it's not the right word. So it's your level of your way of living your life and being with you. And there are a lot of you listening to this conversation that I ask you to lean into this, to sit with it. You don't have to try and figure it out. Just sit with it because they're showing me that it is like a radio signal, you know, so you can feel those 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 lines that go around when they show in cartoon pictures, you know, the vibration. So, yeah, please don't get hung up on the word standard, okay? This is about we're reminding you of what your you're not settling for less feels like yeah 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 it's an ind- very much an individual thing and we can't like write it down and say this is below the line and this is above the line in standards <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's very individual mm. yeah and so you'll sur- they're saying you'll do some surfing mm. you know um let yourself feel into you know being over the top or choosing not to surf on a really windy day just yeah, there's a, a real support around helping you all be in your essence of self so that you can feel what your level of your standards are in your body. Because mm-hmm. each and every single human on the earth has a level of that themselves. So that self exploratory, self noticing, which is very orthobionomy is unique to you and if if you know if you're not I'm not saying if you're not willing it's not about not willing mm. when we when we explore ourselves and they're laughing because they're just they're laughing because of our conversation we had a couple of weeks ago because they're not talking about that at that exploration when we explore into ourselves we get scared yeah because when we actually have to take responsibility or note we, that's not what we've been trained to do. And yet this is an offering. They're saying mm-hmm. this is an offering. Mm-hmm. Go be with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this can be, this can even be for little things, right? Yeah. This can, you know, there's, there's two, two things. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Donnelly, when we went to, um, went to have coffee after our walk and remember I ordered a chai and got a coffee and I didn't want it, but I didn't do anything about it. There was, yeah, so that was definitely 
you know, lowering my standards in that respect. And then a couple of weeks later we went for a, a, to a different place and we tried something new and I didn't like it and the guy had said in there, if you don't like it, let me know. And um, and this time I did. This time I was like, no, this is shit and I'm not going to drink it just to pretend <laughs> that I like yeah. it. Yeah. Got another one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Those little things. Yeah. And be simple as that. Sending a meal back if it's not what you ordered or yeah. it back because your meat's not cooked the way you asked it to be cooked. Like that's it's interesting that you bring that up because I used to I used to have so much it used to be so shameful for me to be with somebody that would send their meal back or mm-hmm say, I don't like that to, you know, it's not what I like and, like, complain about the food or whatever. <laughs> Remember my sister used to always do that, like always complained about the food. And I just had this belief drilled into me that you have to be grateful for what you get and you shouldn't complain or speak up because I was such a, like, don't speak up type of person. And that's the biggest change for me going through this is, like, I speak up now. If I don't like something, I will speak up. If I, you know, if someone says something that I don't like, I'll let them know. Or you know, while that's the biggest, yeah, that's the biggest change for me. And it's so small and so simple and it's like just random little bits throughout my life, but it has created the biggest change in me because it's it's undoing that belief of I shouldn't speak up. I should be, yeah. I should stay quiet. I'm not worthy enough. Like who am I think? Who do I think I am to complain about the food or who do I think I am to disagree with that so-called person that knows a lot, you know, opinion about a topic. And it's definitely the little things that mean usually more than the, those big, huge, massive things most of the time because, yeah, they're every day. So, yeah, so definitely like the speaking up for food, oh, I used to be so embarrassed every time someone did that. <laughs> and I, I would never do it ever, ever. I would just like literally just grin and bear it what with whatever I had just grin and bear it even if it was like oh you know I don't eat fish but hey someone gave me fish so oh, well, I'll just eat it <laughs> it's you know today um Ray's gone to Mildura for an overnight stay anyway and and she couldn't get the motel that she wanted that we that she because she has a great high standard mm-hmm. anyway. So she um booked into another one and she said to me, she rang me and she goes, I'm glad I'm only here for one night. She said, if you were here, you would actually leave. Mm, there you go. Interesting. Yeah. 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 But it's but it takes like it takes courage to do that, doesn't it? Like yeah, it does. say, well, look, I don't like the smell of the room, I, it doesn't feel clean. Because yeah. there's all this, yeah, interesting. That's it. Like sometimes you're forced into into that. I remember when we had to go through Burke one time and we had to stay in this motel. It was the dodgiest thing ever. I slept in my clothes. I slept on top of the bed. <laughs> and even want to go in the shower. I didn't do anything. Um, it's oh, like, this is the only place. Other than the car, this is all we got. <laughs> but then there's other times, like Joel and I literally were talking about motels today. Joel's being very proactive and thinking about our wedding anniversary next year, which oh. feels like incredible to me because I'm like, I'll think about it a week before it's back to you. <laughs> and so he's just looking because he saw a deal on or something. And we got married at the Marriott and the rooms are expensive at the Marriott. <laughs> we stayed there last year and I remember actually being disappointed in the room last year. 
because you know how you have a standard you think well I've paid this much for something and it's not really up to standard and I said to him I was like we actually stayed in a nicer motel somewhere else which was less and you know and you get like a feel of what you like and again and it's like so would I stay at the Marriott again most probably not unless they do a renovation yeah yeah and it's like so that is like that seems really like shallow I realize that but it is those little things just like understanding what you're willing to you know settle for and what you're willing not to yeah yeah making that decision and weighing it up sometimes sometimes you need you need to yeah you need to be here to be here Mm. so Sometimes it, it is required. Yeah. Um, and I'm, yeah. It's on the journey. It's it's the pathway. Yeah. Actually, and do you know what I've just realised? As a parent, I'm almost forcing my kids to settle for certain things because I was made to settle for things and like taught to be grateful and all the rest of it. And just recently I've had a few experiences where like Eloise, I bought something for Eloise. And she's like, I don't like that. And my initial thought is, you ungrateful bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, because, you know, if my mother bought me something, oh. I'd be like, oh, thank you so much. Even if I disliked it, I would, you know, pretend I liked it and be okay with it. Yeah, is that okay? Like, I don't think it is. It's like, why would I want to teach my kids to settle because it actually those small things that we're teaching them to settle in tells them that they're not allowed to speak up and have an opinion about stuff and so it's like ah yeah I just repeat I do repeat a lot of the things that happened to me in my parenting and it just comes up and now I'm just having like a little epiphany going yeah I do that still do that so forcing my kids to settle for stuff just because I was forced to as a kid and took it into adulthood. So, yeah, interesting. Maybe you guys who are listening in do that as well if you've got children. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's really good uh, awakening. (laughs) It's like a real kick up the butt week this week for me. I'm like, hmm, okay, another one. Thank you. (laughs) Another lesson. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. So we've got a reading. I think that's a great conversation. And, yeah, keep the conversation going in the chat. You know, how are you, like, how are you going to raise your standards? Like what small things and what big things are you going to do as of today after this conversation from what you know now and to raise your own standards and where are you still settling? Be interesting to hear. Okay, Donna Lee, what have we got? Yeah, well, they've, they've been, they, talk, they talked early. I did one at the beginning of before... Um, as we were going to air, mm. and then there are three. So I'm just tuning in to and why I've chosen the goddess oracle tonight because I thought, well, this is about coming into ourselves, and I thought, well, um, even though you're here, Shane, it, you're you're also got goddess energy as well. Absolutely. Um, so the first one, I had a little chuckle to myself because when I bought this deck, and I did the first shuffle, this card came out. And so it's got some. I know. You were doing exactly that on Friday. Was it Friday? When was it? (laughs) Yes, Saturday. Saturday. (laughs) Sunday. 
Um, and I chuckled because when we were when we were talking going to air, I just thought I had this feeling we need to do a card. And I looked at it and I went, well, what are the chances, you know, that that's going to come out? But what the message is, is to begin with, because it's I'll take a picture of this and share it after. The radiance, that's the radiance card. And so she's just standing there with her hand on her head, like, you know, just being radiant. So in reference to our conversation around not settling for less, they're showing me, again, that it's reinforcing what we've talked about tonight. There's a real sharing in your being. And for some of you, this will be new. For some of us, you'll have an idea. But it's a lot, it's just got just stand and be radiant. Just feel your own radiance. Like it's as simple as that. My presence has an impact on the lives of those around me. It's not about that. It's about, yes, it, that flows on, but this is around they're asking you like like a sunflower, you know, because there's like they're all single stems around her. It's like just stand and be in your own light. Have a feel of your own light. Okay, that's the first part. Then like the roots of the tree, this is interesting, we have rising. And she is, I'm just trying to get the light right. She's just, again, there's this resonance of um, being in your own light. So she's got her arms out. She's on her knees. She's facing, obviously, the sun, I'm imagining, and rainbows. But it's like bearing, bearing all or being, being in acceptance of it, being in receiving. And and I'll, I'll do some more wording on this. Appreciate the early stages. They are integral in your journey. So be in alignment, like have a feel of that and then just appreciate how this is starting to be there. It's it's early. It's early stages. Oh, mate, this is spot on. The next one is Carly and it's about transformation. <laughs> and it's quite, quite a dark card and the, and the message underneath it is nothing stays the same. Allow new light to shine on old darkness. Mm. How appropriate is that to the conversation? Yeah, yeah. And and the twelfth. And interesting in the background of this card, it looks like it looks like because Carly has um, multiple arms, but when I look at it, there are some. I can see a skeleton's head. The arms are dark. And they look a bit spider-like, okay? Mm. It's interesting. There's a couple of messages here. So it's like, you know, things are coming, they're behind you, and they're, it feels like they're trying to reach into the now. So there's there are shadows releasing. There's transformation happening. Maybe her spider legs are going to fall off. I don't know because she looks very strong in her body. So nothing stays the same. If everybody could remember that, change is inevitable every single day. Mm. Nothing. So whatever's going on now, appreciate it because it's going to change. Yeah. And you want it to change because this in this transformation, they're saying now, I know this sounds really long and lengthy, but they're really, really, really strong tonight, is and the, and the radiance card sits above Carly. So I see this alignment stuff again, right? 
So let that trans- transformative stuff happen and you'll be supported. So there's big shit going on here. Then the next card is adaptability. So be radiant, energy's rising, you are transforming, adaptability, mm. right? So remember when I talked about the surfboard, sometimes it's going to be rocky. You know, we're learning to adapt. This card that is telling me importantly because she's bathing in these beautiful crystal clear waters, she actually looks like a mermaid, mm. but what I'm getting is to remember to cleanse so it might be swimming, it might be um, showering. They're just they're telling me here with these processes. Um, it's like when you put your rubbish bin out on Thursdays. That's my day. Is let those processes happen, but also let let yourself be clean. Let it move. You know, make sure that you cleanse. Um, spend time near water. Admire its strength, tranquility intensity acknowledge these qualities within you mm-hmm. huge this is a huge reading so um radiance radiance align allow your light to shine it's not coming from the outside in it's coming from the inside out then you're going to bathe yourself you're going to go oh you know okay i got it i got a bit of an idea on that so then i'm just going to let it shine upon me when light when light comes in, what happens? It sh- it brings light to the shadows. Yep. That's your next card. Then the other side, it's like a, a mix of um, the sun and the sky and the water. It's it, and I hear adaptability. It's also about um, letting the processes process. Mm-hmm. Right? So cleansing is like grounding and breathing. Cleansing is important. If you feel like you need to have a shower for no reason, if you feel like you want to walk on the grass after the rain, use water as um, it's a, it moves. When there's storms, it cleanses. All right. So I've talked a lot. No, no, it's great. I know. We're, we're lapping it up, lapping up the, the messages. Yeah. yeah. And this, this is really good. Yeah, it's leading. Like today's the 12th of the 12th. If you haven't followed Tim Wilde, please go and look him up, Tim Tim Wilde's Ascension. The last three weeks' talks have just been amazingly spot on. I shared um, one with Prue and Tanya. I highly recommend, especially now that we're, you know, um, completing a very powerful seven year and we're moving into an eight and there and we we want to we just want to give we just want to give honest thanks to this year you know mm. and so i'm i hope it's okay girls i'm going to do a bit of a live around what what i would offer people to do in preparation for next week's talk oh, i love it yeah yeah great. just so that you come i want i i really admire advise that you come prepared for next week's chat so that'll go up Next week's going to be um, reflection about yeah. reflection. So. Yeah. Reflection on 2023, on um, what you've, many things, what you've experienced, what you've learned, what you've noticed. Um, often we don't give ourselves the recognition to reflect. So we do all this goal setting and planning and actioning but one of the most powerful steps is reflection because that's where you clean up stuff mm. that you're going to change. 
and that and the gods have been talking to me for a couple of weeks around reflection in um in a way of okay righto mm-hmm. having fresh made muffins and enjoying coffee or whatever you do they re- the, the whole point that they really really want us to do this reflective time and not leave it to the end of the year like the day before is so that, yeah, you can feel like you're going to a coffee shop and having a muffin and a coffee and you're enjoying and you're sitting with your successes, your things that um, that you, you you won't do again because they, they're very careful around the, the word choices, around how we're choosing words around this stuff because they want you to be feeling your nurturedness as you move into 2024, it's very different to 23, 2023 start. I thought it was going to be this, we all thought it was going to be this different energy and it just never stopped. It just kept going the whole year. So there's this nurturing and it's not about um, they want you to be in your own nurture. I said to a client yesterday about Remember when you, if you've had a baby or an animal, something that you've really loved and you've nurtured as a puppy, um, even a baby, when the baby's in your arms, you the baby doesn't have any question around anything because it knows it's safe until it's unsafe, right? Mm-hmm. So the way you hold that baby, the way you hold its head, the way you cherish it, it's all done with gentleness and kindness. The way you look after a puppy, it's very different to when the puppy grows up. So this was the example they were giving around if you, you're you able to give that to your baby, to your puppy, this is what they want us to be doing for ourselves. This was me. This was the client. Yes. <laughs> it's, and it's been for lots of clients. So this is, like I say, it's powerful. I just feel the love of spirit and them wanting us to they're holding this space for us. So let yourself rest with it. Sit on your couch and feel the pillows around you. Make sure that you take some time. doesn't matter five minutes, ten minutes, an hour, whatever. Take some time so that when you turn up next week that you feel in that reflective space, that you've got something to share with us about, you know, what you've experienced, what you've learned you know, what you're wanting to nurture and carry with you. It's it's just incredible. It's incredible what spirit's holding at the moment. And I just want to add if you if you want to reach out before that, um, do you can you can um comment in the group, you can message either of any of us privately or we have a um email as well that you can write to. So yeah. Yeah, we're here nice. if you want that as well yeah they're just they're going you know how you anticipate a birth that's how they're that's how they're feeling mm-hmm. okay they're they're just they're excited for us yeah yeah and make 2024 easy with Prue's webinar tomorrow Absolutely. Yeah. join the finishes club, finishes club. <laughs> yeah, that's it is there a replay can people if people can't make it is there a way if yep. you sign up for the webinar tomorrow, I will send out the replay the next day. Um, people that came today, I'll send it out tomorrow. So, yeah, you can. Yeah, it was, I highly recommend it. It was extremely great. 
It was so good, such good value. Mm, good day. Yeah. Radio, thanks, Donnelly, for all your insight. That's incredible. It was a great little snippet of information for people. Yeah. Catch the cards. They'll be posted. Yeah. Okay. Righto, everybody. We will see you next week. I'm prepared. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for being part of this Soul Sister conversation. It would mean the world to us if you like and share this podcast with your own Soul Sisters. Follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you are so inspired, leave a review. All suggestions and questions are welcome and you can drop them in the Facebook group. Thank you, beautiful souls.